Golf Cat. Presented by Bones Brothers Media. <laughs> A tradition unlike any other. The Masters. We have arrived. And so has Tiger Woods. So what was going to be a already very interesting and competitive week of DFS talk has even been taken up a notch. And I don't know how serious we are about, we'll get your takes on how serious you are about Tiger actually contending in this tournament. But a lot of the media is going to be following Tiger. And you know when Tiger is on a course, that means, you know, there's armed guards following him usually. There's there's several different uh countries medias that's following him a lot of hoopla that what was probably going to be just uh you know uh uh i don't want to say a walk in the park at all but it was just going to be hey focused now tiger woods is involved here and it has a whole other layer of the onion to it bones dk joining us from pittsburgh what do you make of tiger woods playing how does it influence your handicapping here yeah, you know, this is the week we've all been waiting for, right? None of these uh, Valspar or Valero. It's it's the Masters. It's a major and uh, really, really excited about it. Tiger being here is is incredible. I mean, I'm all for it. I know there's a lot of players that are pretty upset about it, actually, because it's just making the media go insane. Um, it, it's it's pretty wild that he, that he is coming back. And I think the fact that he is playing means he's going to contend, uh, Edge, in my opinion. I, I think that uh, he wouldn't go out there if he if he's... 50 50 or anything he wants to win so it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild week with tiger excited to get to the eight thousand dollar tier then wow yeah. man do you think the media hoopla around tiger woods affects the tournament because i can tell you this it's affected practice rounds i mean they only let a limited amount of people on their grounds to begin with but 99.9 percent of them with photographic evidence from a picture we just saw, we're following Tiger. I guess they were able to get a couple holes in maybe this morning, or maybe that was yesterday, whenever it was. Is that going to change the face of this tournament at all? The focus of this tournament? For sure, for sure. I mean, you can't you can't have Tiger in an event, period, let alone coming off uh, the car accident, you know, a, a little bit more than a year ago, and uh, his return to competitive golf, being at Augusta, place he's won five times. Don't forget this. You know, I agree with Bones DK that he's going to contend. Bernhard Longer finished top 25 here just a couple of years ago, I think two years ago. Freddie's made a couple cuts in an old age. You know, Mickelson's won this event in his 40s. You know, this is an event, this is the course where uh, you can get around if you know what you're doing. So I would expect Tiger to compete. And, you know, for those for, for those guys that are annoyed that he's here, you're probably talking about the debutantes this this week, and there's a significant amount. Uh, I believe 18 or 19 uh, of the 90 golfers make their debut. So, you know, you want to take yourself out of it as a first-timer? Well, be afraid of Tiger Woods, and you have no chance. Blood in the water, sayonara. Five wins, 12 top 10s, 24. I believe this will be his 24th appearance if he – does follow through with what he said uh, in today's uh, go ahead well, man zero missed cuts for zero missed cuts i mean that's fantastic you know points you're making there with fred couples getting around you know fred couples kind of runs out of gas you know in the third and fourth round each time but he's always there to make the cut always competing on that first day tiger looks fantastic by the way who knows what his 
you know, torque is going to be able and what his turns is going to be able to do, but he looks great. He looks like he could win. In fact, he looks like the most fit golfer at Augusta right now. I mean, that's how good he looks. He's 46 years old. You might be right with the blood in the water. Let's get into some guys that are being overlooked here because of Tiger Bryant. I don't want to say overlooked, but we're not talking about him as much. We'll start with the $11,000 tier. There's only one guy going at 11000 And newsflash, it ain't John Rahm. It's our boy, Scotty Scheffler, three-time winner on tour this year. John Rahm right behind him, though, at 10-8. You got Dustin Johnson at 10-5, who hasn't really been all that impressive in 2022. Justin Thomas, always a threat, 10,300. He's a great friend of Tiger. They've played here many times. He knows a lot of the ins and the outs, the things that Tiger talks to him about. And then you have Morikawa at 10-2, Hovland at 10-1, McElroy at 10,000. So, boy, the biggest tier of five-digit guys we have, you got to probably build your lineup around one of them, Bones TK. Yeah, you know, you probably want to get one of these guys in, though it is very tempting this week to just do a balanced build because there are a lot of a lot of guys in the 9 and 8K range that are playing really good golf, and it just seems like the superstars aren't really winning this year, and it proves because Scotty Scheffler is number one in the world right now. If you would have said that in February that uh, Scotty Scheffler was going to be number one in the world, I bet a lot of people wouldn't have guessed that. They thought John Rahm, Morikawa, JT were runaways. And now all of a sudden we have a new number one in the world. Uh, this week, I think it is worth paying up for Scotty Scheffler. I mean, why wouldn't you? A 19th and an 18th, it is only two appearances. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Wildman said this. Scotty doesn't have worse than a 20, 20th place in any major in his career. Is that is that right, Wildman? Six straight in the top 20. Okay, six straight in the top 20. And this was before he became this, this superstar, number one in the world. So... Yeah, load up Scotty Scheffler this week. Um, you know, you got John Rahm, who, who you know, I, I know we got a buddy that uh, will win $35,000. JC, shout out to him. He has a 18 parlay. John Rahm is the last leg of it, and he went 7-0 to it. So that, that is huge. I'm rooting for him. Um, I don't know. There's just, John Four Rahm. consecutive it, top tens. Four consecutive <laughs> top tens here at the Masters, though. The guy is talk about blood in the water this guy's competitive as hell he's got that kind of edge that tiger woods does what don't you like about him bones dk because it sounded like you were going to make an argument against him yeah i just haven't been on him and it's been kind of winning me money this year i mean the 10th 21st 17th 55th what's going on is is as you see with the stats is that his irons are dialed in he's great off the tee but he can't putt and he's not good around the green well guess what you're going to need a good putter and be a good good around the green for the masters and I just, there's so many good players out in this field this week. I, you know, I'm not betting on a guy that is looking like that, in my opinion. At that price, at that price for DraftKings purposes. Yeah, he can come out and win, but DraftKings purposes, I think there's a lot more you can pay down for in the 10K range. Usually the winner here, Wildman, has had past success in that they finish or have a couple top five finishes or maybe even a runner up finish. And you just saw the history of Rom right there. Are you in or out on Rom this week? Well, you make a good point there, too. In fact, uh, only one winner since Tiger in 97, his first Masters, has missed the cut the year prior. Uh, so we are looking at the creme de la creme here up at the top as the, as the probable winner. I'm in on Rom. I mean, those strokes gained off the tee numbers – uh, this is a course that plays a lot longer than it feels. Um, driving distance always is an advantage. And the iron, and the reason why really is because 
There's a lot of elevation changes. And also you have to hit into plateaus on the green. So there's, you're not just hitting into the green, you're hitting into specific quadrants of the greens to give yourself opportunities to putt there. Also, no greens books this week. So you yeah. see no uh, first-timers having a lot of success here. Uh, nobody's won it in their first appearance since Fuzzy Zeller in the 70s. So, uh, and, and then finally, I'm, I know I'm hitting you with a lot of stats here. Uh, every winner since Bubba in 2012 has been ranked inside the top 18 in the world. So that goes to show you something. Course history matters. You, you have to know your way around here. Uh, you have to be prepared to put up with Tiger playing with you, in front of you, or behind you. Um, and, and uh, you know, certainly have a good tee to green game to even give yourself an opportunity to make putts. Look, Rom's numbers statistically are impeccable outside of the putter. You have to feel like giving him, you know, three or four weeks to get it right, he's going to get it right. Uh, I would expect Rom in the top five. Well, we always talk about player motivation also. This is the tournament where they are most made of, uh, motivated for, at least in 2022 to this point. So you're going to get the best version of everybody. Uh, every player is coming out with the purpose of winning here, not working any anything out or any kinks with trying to win a major championship here. I want to hit U-Bones DK with one other guy there because Justin Thomas, even though his price is at 10300 you got to feel safe with him. He's made six consecutive cuts here at the Masters. And when you're talking about a guy with no greens book, and maybe with a – because, again, Tiger Woods hasn't played for a whole calendar year here. It's great to have him here. So is Justin Thomas the guy with the skill set and the knowledge this week to maybe get that green jacket? That's a great take on Justin Thomas, uh, Edge. And, yes, he is. He, he is pr- probably my favorite play in the 10,000 range. Scotty's – you know, I like him at 11K. In the 10K, I'm looking at JT here. I mean, he – He's like friends with Tiger Woods, right? Like he, he plays right. with him. He played with him yesterday. And I don't think Tiger being there is going to affect him at all in a bad way. It might motivate him. And and he's just a guy that is one of the toughest competitors in all of golf. And he doesn't have that Masters yet. And he's he's had a couple close calls. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, a fourth place in 2021. 20, I mean, look at this history as well with JT. And um, if you scroll over to his stats, just to just to double down, it's all green. I mean, three top tens in the last uh, four events out of JT. He is heating up to win this tournament. He is the toughest fade at all, definitely in that range, 10-3. If I don't play him, I'll be extremely scared. So I'm going to try to find a way to put him in my lineups this week. It's crazy wild, man, to say that the guy has value at 10000 but Rory McIlroy, that's a pretty good price for Rory at 10000 It goes against the statistic you just gave that he missed the cut last year, but prior to that, he's been sniffing around that green jacket. He's in a really good state of mind. You guys know I have a Rory poster on my wall in my <laughs> room, though, so I hope I'm not biased on this one, but Rory seems like a value pick at 10000 this week. Yeah, he should be fine tee to green. I mean, remember, you know, he's going for the Grand Slam here for his uh, uh, at least seventh or eighth try, right? So um, he's looking for this to complete the Grand Slam. He had he, he had he shot a 63 in the opening round and followed that up with an 80 uh, back a few years ago, too. So he seems to have something going on here that the pressure mounts against him. But he's got that right-to-left ball flight, and he's a, an ace off the tee, so... I think Rory can win any time he tees it up. Seems like a little bit of a bargain. 
um, at 10K. But the other guy I want to mention is Morikawa. Um, you know, yeah, okay, fine. He's down and out a little bit, right? Hasn't won a tournament in, what, a month or two, and so we hate him again. Uh, we didn't think he could win the Open Championship, and he did. We didn't think he could win the PGA, and he hit, you know, a driver off the tee on 16 to 8 feet, sunk it for eagle, and stole that from DJ. Um, you know, this guy's poised, man, and he's he is one of the best iron players in the world. Whatever these guys have been dealing with, the last couple of weeks, forget about it because they've all had their sights set on this week. They've all been preparing for it. They've all been working it out. They all got here early. Um, so I would expect him to be at a very, very low percentage owned in some contests and a guy that is hard to bet against on any surface in any place. Um, and now you got a short field with everything on the line. Uh, there's not many guys, including Scotty Scheffler, that have raised as many trophies as uh, Morikawa have recently. We got to talk. I mean, we just hit just about every guy in the ten thousand dollar range, or seven of them crying out loud. So we got to keep it short here. Twenty seconds. He's your boy. You didn't say a word about DJ Bones DK. I think that's more of a wild man take. Let's see what he's got to say about him. DJ Wild Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, look. I, I love DJ. You know, DJ makes me giggle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, look, the, the history's been impeccable. He missed the cut here last year, but, you know, you just, whatever trends you're looking at, you can pretty much throw them out the window with DJ, right? You don't know if he was partying last night, if he wasn't partying last night. He, he, uh, if you know, I, I'm looking at videos of him and Paulina out on the speedboat. Anything's possible. Man, <laughs> you could miss the cut. Uh, but I think, I think right now... It doesn't feel as obvious to me uh, for DJ. All right, that's fair. Let's jump down to the $9,000 tier. A lot of value here. Smith at 9.9. Spieth at 9.8. Two-time winner here. Shot, Spieth won twice here, right? Uh, Shoffley, 96. Cantlay, 95. Cantlay at 95. Uh, sorry, I had to say that twice. In my opinion, Brooks Kepka is a must-play here at 94. I think that's an incredible value for Kepka. Matsuyama, last year's winner at 93, left last week's tournament early to get here so he could practice. Big Z at 92, DeChambeau at 91, Berger at 9. Somebody out of this group could very easily win this term. Yeah, I mean, DK, who you like? Th this is what I was talking about. It's going to be tough not to build this balanced build. I mean, I think Scotty isn't going to get much ownership this week, is why I kind of love him. You know, at 11K, it's a lot of money you're paying for him, but. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going to go to this range right here. Uh, obviously, Cam Smith, there's not even much to say about him. The player's champion has a fifth, a tenth, and a fifth here in three out of four appearances. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, he actually struggles off the tee a little bit. I don't know, you know, how important that really is. But, I mean, look at him off the tee here. I mean, he's struggling. Uh, so, there's, you know, signs of, of weakness there, I guess, out of Cam Smith. So, that scares me a little bit. Is he going to win the player's and the Masters in the same year? Probably not, but he's going to contend. I do like Cam Smith, but he's not like an auto lock, in my opinion. Uh, one of my favorite plays in this range, besides uh, Zalatoris, what I want to get to, is Xander Shoffley. I, I, this is something I was studying before the podcast, and he just is sneakily there, Xander Shoffley. A second and a third, uh, uh, two out of three times in the last... Uh, three years and just playing really good golf. I mean, I think people are totally overlooking Xander. Let me just scroll over to Fantasy National here, and this is what I'm talking about. 
dominating up i'm not counting the players so let's take the players out third 13th 12th in 2022 so far gaining on approach uh his off the tee is impeccable and then you go down to the course history here second 17th and third in his last three events i mean he is really tough to pass up this week and and um i think he's a great play in this range and my other favorite play is will zalatoris uh the best irons in the game uh, second place in his only appearance here, and look at off the tee, um, just dominating off the tee as well. And then you go back to what I was knocking wrong for is, is around the green and putting. Um, Covey actually gave me a pretty good stat. I was with him this morning uh, over at his dungeon. We were talking Masters Golf, and he said that uh, while he was watching the match play last week, he noticed that Zalatoris changes putting grip, and he's going with more of like a claw grip, so uh, giving him a little more control. And you see when he's putting it's a little shaky and everything so you know maybe he found something with the putter there big z lock and load him up that's the bones dk play of the week and i've been playing him i've been saying this for weeks and i'm gonna stick to it it's will's out taurus i love him i think he can i can easily win this tournament big z second runner up in his only uh in his only appearance here wild man that's, that's good stuff out of bones dk went on record with it yeah. What are your thoughts on the remark I've made? I kind of uh, gave my own commentary about Kapka. I like him at 9-4. Like, look, there are four things Brooks Kapka cares about. They're the Masters, the U.S. Open, the Open, and the PGA. That is it. That is what he, he has uh, decided in his young career, that his legacy is going to be defined by that. And he's going to want to win this. He's also a two-time winner here at the Masters. I mean, Kepka at 9-4. I know he's not lighting it up, but like I said, this is the only thing he cares about. You will get the best version of Brooks Kepka, uh here at the Masters this weekend that you'll get all 2022. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, uh, he's a two-time U.S. Open and PGA winner. Hasn't won here, but he does have a, a runner-up. Um, again, it still just seems like, you know, you talk about the Shoffleys, you talk about the Cantleys, you talk about even the Cameron Smiths. Um, we're talking about a guy with four majors in the last five years. I mean, in his prime, still in his prime. So, and you know, when you talk about the uh, the pressure of this event, you talk about the intensity of the event, the Tiger effect. I can't say there's one guy that can absorb that better. This is a compliment. I usually don't compliment Brooksy, but uh, that that. You know, once that limelight enjoys that spotlight more than Kepka. So, you know, if he doesn't have a good week, it's going to be because he's not playing well. It's not going to be because of any of these uh, outside factors. I think he's right for the course. I think he's uh, in a very, very good position. He's been playing well this year. Sure. Yeah. 9,400. Kepka. Come on. Kepka like lost to Phil Mickelson, didn't he? he? He lost to Phil Mickelson, and yeah. then when like the crowd came in and like the cra- the the guy bumped his knee, yeah, I mean, he so, did. He yeah, did. so I could yeah. see him just being upset again, you know, losing to Phil, and now Tiger's in here. He's like, get the hell out of my way! I'm Brooks Kepka. I'm going to win yeah. this tournament. Now, I, I can see really, that I easily. Talk, uh, just quickly about some fades. DeChambeau has a broken bone in his hand right now. He's only about eighty percent health. Uh, he says it hasn't been bothering him, but he, the doctors told him to take four months off. He chose to take two months off and play uh, this week. So he's battling some ailments. And uh, he also leads the field in most three putts here at Augusta since 2018. The guy right behind him, Louis Eustazen. Uh So those guys, you know, maybe um, 
just don't get around with the putter too well, although I do like Louie at every major. Um, but those are two guys. Maybe you want to steer clear from down here. What is not to like about Cantlay at 9-5, Bones? I mean, just uh, two months ago, he was the number three player in the world, perhaps the hottest player in golf, coming into the 2022 season. That was my point about Scotty Scheffler. Like, you had Cantlay, John Rahm, Morikawa, JT. Like, like everyone was like, John Rahm's the greatest player ever. And then and now uh, Scotty's at number one, just to bring up Scotty again. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Patrick Cantlay, he's awesome. I think it was, like, number four in the world. Um, I think that's a good price. But again, I'm just focused on guys that are here right now. Well, yeah, I can't let you do it. I, I'm just not there. I'll add one thing to that. You know, if you remember uh, the Tiger Masters in 2019, Cantley was right there. I believe he was one back uh, down the stretch, put a ball in the water at 15, and played him way out of that tournament. So, um, you I mean, know, maybe look at those finishes for Cantley. <laughs> yeah. In fe- fourth, second, thirty third, and the players is out. If you played in the morning at that players, you got job. That's, That's a good point. Darn good right there. Three top tens. You could and convince again, me on, on Patrick Cantley. We talk about motivation. This guy, aside from Rory, is one of the best sound bites in golf. He is a very philosophical thinker, very level headed. Has experienced some tragedy in his life. You know. Uh, he's got the temperament to win as, as he's demonstrated in the past and he has had success already in 2022 missed the cut though two out of his last four years i do see that that's a little scary but uh you Come, know he, he has is, a top 10 in there though i mean yeah and he's one of the top players in the world at that salary when, when he's the fourth or fifth ranked player in the world and you're and you're getting him at the 13th or 14th or 15th you know ranked golfer on DraftKings. that's a bargain man that's a bargain. Those are pot odds you sometimes have to play. I look right? for, like, little flags, right, for these. Because who are you going to pick out of these top 15 players? These are It's really, really difficult to not pick Patrick Cantlay, but his approach just hasn't been amazing lately, and that's a big red flag to me. So I'm, I, that's just – I'm going to look at players that are playing better right now in this moment this week. Anything you want to add to that, Wild Man, before we get to the $8,000 tier? No, I mean, I, I – the only thing I'll add is that, you know, if you're starting a lineup, you know, with Cantlay, Kepka, and uh, and Shoffley, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, if you can get all three of those guys in a lineup at a major... Uh, 7,100 left with three guys yeah, if you do that. I mean, hey, it, you know, guys out there are getting creative in DFS. You know, that's kind of a stars and scrubs lineup right there. If there is such a thing as a scrub in the Masters here. Let's jump down to the $8,000 tier. A lot of major winners in this tier. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen is not one of them, but he's had some great success at majors. We know that. 8,900. Lowry's won one. He's got 88. Gooch. He's at 87. Burns playing well at 86. A guy that's won one or two majors. Tiger Woods at 85. His ownership, you gotta believe, is gonna be high this week, too. Just be out of the ex- sheer excitement of having him back. A lot of dead money probably throwing stuff in on Tiger Woods this week. They just want to get a piece of it and feel feel the energy that he brings to Augusta and, and the game. Adam Scott has won here. He's at 83. Neiman, 82. Finau, 81. Want to throw out answer real quick. We'll dip into the $7,000 tier at 79 because that seems like a pretty decent price for him. And then Sergio, his only major here, 78. Lock and load some Sergio, man, and have a great weekend, no matter what happens, no matter what the scoreboard says. Nobody loses when you suit up Sergio. Right, Wildman? <laughs> I don't know if I can agree with that. 
All right, who do you like here, Bones DK out of those guys I just mentioned? Wildman didn't even play Sergio at the players, and I had more texts about Sergio than any other player about him. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he loves Sergio. Um, Yeah, this is a great range. So, yeah, Louie is a fine play. Taylor Gooch being up at 8,700, just like, is that's... I don't really get that one. I maybe he'll do well here, but I'm not on Gooch at 8,700 at the Masters. Um, Sam Burns is a great play here, 8,600. He kind of um, negates the first, you know, the the have to have experience here. He hasn't had experience here. First time ever playing, playing some of the best golf in the world. Zalatoris came in second place in his only appearance. Rob McIntyre came in 12th in his only appearance. So don't be worried about that. I think Sam Burns is a fine play. Almost a great play, actually. Um, so I really like Sam Burns here. 8,500 Tiger Woods. We heard we talked enough about him. Um, his, his ownership actually is projected low right now, but I think that's because the news isn't totally official yet. So yeah, his ownership is going to go up a lot. Here's one guy that's getting a ton of ownership this week so far, projected on a Tuesday, is Joaquin Neiman. And he is playing with Tiger Woods, correct me if I'm wrong, on the first round. So I think that is definitely going to affect him. It's also going to be a little rainy and windy here. And the Honda Classic was rainy and windy. He missed the cut there, Joaquin Neiman. So that's something to look at. And to bring up the uh, Honda somewhat corollary weather uh, here is Shane Lowry, guys. Give me some lane Shane Lowry. In 2022 so far on the PGA Tour, he has a second, 13th, and 12th. Has yet to record a double bogey and is just playing some of the best golf in the world right now. Let's go over to his stats. That's Sam Burns. Sorry, it's uh, I saw the S here. Shane Lowry. Let's go down here. Look at him off the tee. Look at his approach. Look at his putting. He is an all-around golfer doing it all right now. A major winner. Two top 25s in his last appearance here. Shane Lowry, besides Zalatoris, is my second favorite play. This dude is just on a different level right now. And this is what I'm talking about on the PGA Tour if you're looking at the screen in 2022. There's his only finishes. He played some world tour events, had some good finishes there as well. But on stats, this is what I like to see. Shane Lowry, under pressure. Let's go. He makes a compelling argument for Lowry, a one-time major winner on the PGA Tour. Wild man, who do you like in the range of golfers that I just mentioned? I'm going to go down really low here uh, to Tyrrell Hatton as my favorite play in the 8K range. Um, You know, there's a few things you have to look at here. World ranking. (laughs) Uh, recent form and course history. His course history hasn't been great, uh, but he checks boxes by having top 15s in, in a couple of his last tournaments. Uh, that tends to be a trend leading into Augusta that good play and experience here translates into good finishes. Um, he's a much better player than 8,000. I mean, we were just talking about Cantlay. Uh, Taylor Gooch is $700 more than Tyrrell Hatton. To me, that's that's like... Are you sure you didn't put the wrong name in the wrong place there? So I think there's extreme value there to him. And then uh, a guy that I'll just – I can already tell I was going to ruin my week one way or the other is Adam Scott. You know, I, I'm thinking about playing him. <laughs> then I'm thinking about not playing him. And, you know, he's just going to throw me through the ringer all week. So who who the heck knows? Let's just make one thing very clear here. We are pro – gooch on this podcast you guys have been cutting him down uh, all day today the price on <laughs> DraftKings. Well, we love gooch we like gooch at 7400 
not 87 in a, ma- right. in a major. You know, <laughs> right. I, I love Gooch. Yeah. He, re- he replied to a tweet of ours or Wild Man's. So, you know, yeah, we're, we're Gooch fans here all day. <laughs> there, there is a real, yeah. Th- Go ahead. <laughs> that, that's the guy I was going to bring up, Edge. Actually, continue yeah, what I mean, you're going to say. Be now at eight thousand one hundred. That that's a pretty interesting, uh, interesting play. And wild man, the Florida sunshine is reflecting on your camera right now. We're having a hard time seeing you. <laughs> what did you want to say about Finau there? Um, I think he's a super interesting play. Uh, again, we're cutting out the Masters, so a thirty third at the Genesis and a and a twenty ninth at the Valero. Um, I just want to pull something up about Tony Finau with how he does coming into the Masters. And he seems like a scary play, but this dude's uh, history is really good. Let's go down to the last uh, Masters tournament here. Miscut, miscut, 10th at the Masters, miscut, 8th at the PGA. So that seems like, why would you ever play Tony Finau coming off two miscuts? And then we come down to this Masters, an 11th, 24th, 38th, not too bad. Um, there's one other Masters I, I saw that he did well in, uh, right here. So in 19, 22nd of the players, 61st of Valero, 5th of the Masters, 60th, 60th and 64th after that. So I think Tony Finau is a super sneaky play. Great off the teeth of Valero. His irons are dialed in, gaining 6.4 and 3.9 in the last two tournaments, not including the players. $8,100. Give me some Tony Finau. He, he's a guy you just want to root for, isn't it? I mean, if you have it him is. in contention of the Masters, you're, you're, you're the happiest guy. And, and that's a great price. Normally, he's like a $9,000 player. 8100 is finally where I'm kind of looking at him, man. Like, yeah, that's a good price. Here's that is a really... What are you saying, that, Edge? Huh? That's a really interesting statistic you bring up about Finau, yeah. about how he just kind of goes and like about his motions in the regular tournaments, and then when they all get dialed in, it's a matter of motivation for these majors. Wild man, uh, it is a radio show, dude. So you know, <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down. We could we could let us know what you're doing. <laughs> but what's your problem with Finau? I just don't. I just don't think he's who he was a couple years ago. You know, his most famous moment here is jogging down the par three after the ace and dislocating his ankle and putting it back in. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. What a weird, like, surreal moment of television that was. That you was. Know? 10th, 5th, 38th, 10th for Finau. 8,100. That, I, I don't even care. I mean, I'm on Finau this week. I, I am. Made I'm the cut Finau. here last year, too. Wow, man, it's part of the formula that we were, we were talking about. Just had to make the cut here last year. Uh, and I think course history really is as important here as any other course on the PGA Tour. The more you play it, it is like a private club, man. The more you play it, we come back every year. Some things don't change that much. Let's get back down into this $7,000 tier real quick here, guys. Because, uh, again, you've got major winners here. Guys that have actually won at Augusta. Sub 7,800 here. We have Fitzpatrick, who obviously hasn't won at 77. Fleetwood at 77. Casey at 76. Connors at 76. Webb at 75. We do have a one-time major winner, Justin Rose, who lost in a playoff to Sergio Garcia here at 75. Horschel at 74. Patrick Reed has a green jacket. 7,400. Bubba Watson, who is kind of like the reincarnation of Fred Couples right now in his late 40s. Is going to make the cut, and he's going to do well here. At 7300 that seems like the biggest value play of the week to me, honestly. No matter what his game is right now, this is like a private club that he plays at all year round, man. 
You know, like this, this is his, this is his club championship for a lot of the guys. This is like their club championship. They know the course. They know the ins and the outs. Uh, talk to me, guys, about some of the guys here at the seven thousand dollar range, Bones DK. Yeah, I mean, you made a good case. I mean, again, if you have like DJ and and Zalatoris and Brooks, and then you have Bubba at the bottom with with Sergio Garcia, how how's it? How are you not going to like that lineup? Two former champions, great golfers. Um, that's a good case for those guys. I'm, you know. I'm looking at Russell Henley and I'm getting really worried about Henley because I, all the ownership right now is going to Henley and Connors. I I think that's going to be the number one combo in this range by far. And it's kind of hard to make a case against these guys. Russell Henley has like four straight top 15s here. Hasn't played since 2018 gained 11.5 on approach last week. (laughs) Hasn't had worse than a 33rd place in 2022, I mean, this dude is making cuts and is dialed in. His driver is something to worry about. So, yeah, you know, that's a little red flag I'm looking at. And his ownership is maybe going to drive me away a little bit from Henley. I thought he was kind of an easy pick, but he's, like, by far getting the highest ownership in that range. And then Corey Connors. Um, this, this dude, I keep pressing the wrong guy. Um, I don't know what to do about Corey Connors. I think he's kind of the play I'd I want to play in a, in a weird way, even though he hasn't had a top 10 uh, since August 2021. So why would I want to play Corey Connors over Russell Henley, who's churning out top 33s and top 15s, and then a Corey Connors that can't crack the top 10. So, um, yeah, he has good history here in 8th and a 10th at 7,600. I'm looking at, at Connors, um, but I'm going Henley over Connors, and I advise not to play both of them in the same lineup. If you're if you're playing one of those GPPs, $15, that's going to be duplicated a million times. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually excited to hear about Wildman's leverage plays here because I know those two plays are the chalkiest plays. A lot of people go into Matthew Fitzpatrick as well. I'm not married to that play. Is my Bubba Watson take a freezing cold take, Wildman, or do you believe it? No, I, I like it, Edge. I mean, he again, the Freddie Couples, Bernard Longer, you know, Adam Scott, you know, Bubba Watson, these Angel Cabrera, these are guys that have historical success here. Getting a little older. I, I think Angel Cabrera is in an Argentinian prison right now. I'm not sure he's played the <laughs> Masters in a few years. I'm not sure how, how good a reference that is. But uh, the other four <laughs> names you mentioned were. In prison, that's correct. It's <laughs> South American prison. What's he in prison for? Uh, do, you, do you know? I think beat like, the, I, yeah, beat up his girlfriend or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, I think he had problems with here in the States. Whatever. Let's let's leave Anel Cabrera <laughs> in the South American prison. Let's bring it back to this, to this cast here. Who do you like in the $7,000 yes, range? I like the Bubba take. And I'll play off of that to a guy at 7500 named Webb Simpson. One of Bubba's best buddies. Uh, really good history here. He's not coming in in great form because he took some months off. He's only played a handful of times since the new year. Uh, but he's, got, he's a major champion. He's a player's champion. He's won many times on the PGA Tour. Got a nice draw to his ball flight, that right to left. that seems to favor guys because uh, lefties typically get favored with the cut. So, you know, a guy that I think, you know, if you're, if you're giving me Corey Connors, who I like, by the way, or Webb Simpson, uh, those guys aren't in the same galaxy as far as accolades and um, resume. However, they both do have good history here. So I like Webb as a former major champion getting some love. You know, he's fallen all the way down to like 39th in the world ranking, I think. 
Um, but he's a guy to take a long look at for some leverage there. And then the guy right below him is Mark Leishman at 7,300. Um, guy just shows up at majors, right? Good history here. Um, coming in in some pretty darn good form. You know, he got bugabooed by that draw at the players as well and didn't play very well. Um, so I wouldn't think too hard into that. He's checking some boxes for me here too. Um, two guys that I would expect to make the cut and expect to make a run. Remember, when you're looking at a, a leaderboard at Augusta, guys, it, it is it is a fantasy leaderboard. Uh, you're not going to see many guys in the top 10 come Saturday that you don't know who they are. So uh, we know Leishman, we know Webb Simpson. By the way, guys, Russell Henley hasn't played here since 2018. So that's a that's a uh, an X on his name. However, 15th and 11th in 18 and 17 here, and I feel like he's playing the best golf of his life. He was in the final group at the U.S. Open uh, last year, so, you know, Henley, man. He's know. an awesome golfer, man. He, he really is. Like, I mean, look, at he hasn't had worth in a 56th, even you scroll down to DraftKings. I mean, this dude is churning out top 30, 30. Let me images. give you a name that's $1,000 less than that guy. Okay. Kisner, 6,800. Is that, I didn't even want to say that out loud. I don't want anybody to even know about him all the way down there at the bottom. What's he doing there? Is that the right price for him, or is it? Is that the that's the value pick right there? Yeah, Edge. Uh, yeah, you're getting you're getting uh, you're getting good at you know at the, this analysis, Edge. I like I like what you're get, putting out here. Um, Kisner is a great play. Uh, there is one other guy I wanted to mention up top is Paul Casey. Watch out for that guy. He burned us on an 83 on Sunday. Cost me thousands of dollars, and uh, we got to get over him. I think he has really good history and coming off a third of the players. Really good irons, 12th, 15th. Uh, we had him at that. The Arnold Palmer is the last time I played him and with that 83 on the weekend. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm bitter of, uh, about that. I think we got to get over that, actually. Really, really good history. I like Paul Casey here um, a lot. And then we get Paul down to Casey's this. Window, Paul Casey's window closed many, many years ago. Let's talk about Kisner. <laughs> let's, see his, let's see his fantasy national stats. So... Hey, remember the... At the match play just a week or two ago, KC only played two holes, conceded uh, 48 holes. So he's got back spasms or something. I think but people are going to – A lineup buster, man. Like, he's coming in with injury and, and you know, not in great form. But, I mean, of course, he did have the most unlucky break in golf history when he rolled into that pitch mark on, eight, on uh, 17 at the players. But Yeah, um, I mean, he almost won the players. I mean, he literally, he almost won the players. Yeah. I mean – it's but just, they didn't. But they I'm didn't. just saying, like, I think a lot of people are going to be stuck on Connors, Henley, and Fitzpatrick that you're going to get Paul Casey, who's normally major chalk in most tournaments. People are bitter about him. They're jaded. He has an 83 to 77. He withdrew. People were pissed at him. He's coming off a third place with the players with amazing history at the Masters. I disagree that he's out of, uh, you know, that his time is over, if you will say. Uh, I, I think he's a great play this week. Mark it down. <laughs> Mark it. All right. Anything? Does anybody want to comment on Kisner? Well, Kisner's a fade for me. I mean, I just don't think he has the length to play well enough here. Um, obviously a good putter, but I think that length usually usually can get him here. Um, you might get a top twenty-five out of him, but but I, I don't think he's a contender to win this week. I. 
Anybody else bones DK? Did you want to say something about him finally, or do, well, should we move on to our final thoughts? I'll, I'll do both at the same time. I, uh, you know, Kisner is like on the Mount Rushmore for the Bones DK family. He he's like always been on the winning lineups, and even last week, Wildman insisted that we played him at the match play, and I was like, this guy sucks, you know. And uh, he came in, he came in second. I, you know, I'm just saying like he wasn't in great form, Edge. You know, before you give me that that face there, but. My narrative is that he's a Georgia Bulldog playing in great form. And this is in Georgia. Um, he actually doesn't have horrible history here. If we if we go over to tournament history on Kevin Kisner, um, you know, a coming off back-to-back missed cuts, but he has a 21st and a 28th. He's only $6,800. So you're not going to be upset if he gets a, 68, uh, a 21st at $6,800. He's probably going to pay off. Um I do like Kisner. And it's very mediocre, very mediocre course history there. Maybe that's why. 6,800. You don't need him to win the tournament, 6,800. You're looking to make the cut. Um, one other guy I want to spin off the Georgia Bulldog momentum, playing some of the best golf ever, won at the Honda Classic where it was windy and rainy. A Georgia guy, Sepp Straka at 60-something hundred, 6,600. 66. Yeah. Um, you know, good off the tee. One at the Honda, ninth at the players. Um, I just think he's playing really good golf. A 16th place, a win, a 15th place at the Genesis, another Tiger Woods course, uh, ninth at the players. Those are four top 15 finishes in the last six events. Really tough events. I like Seb Straka, even though it's a, he's putting really well. I'll bet on him. Let's go. Any final thoughts, Wildman, for the uh, any guys we didn't we didn't get here? A lot of, well, a lot of golf talk here today. Yeah, you haven't even asked me for the flyer of the week, so here you go. I thought it was dead. I thought it was dead. No, no, this is our, this is our final stand. Na 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 na. Hey hey hey, Kevin. Nah, flyer of the week, thirtieth in the world, back to back top thirteens here at Augusta. Uh, a guy very similar. If you've heard any of his interviews, I got this light in my face again. If you've heard any of his interviews over the years, you know he's. Um, He's a five-time PGA Tour winner, and he's comfortable in his skin, and he's looking for a major. He's looking for that breakthrough win. Uh, I've seen him at the top of leaderboards here. He is the, the streakiest putter on planet Earth, more than Cam Smith. If he can get the putter going and, you know, doesn't get, like, wet with rain or something that bothers him and he you know <laughs> it's gonna be a media circus i feel like that could very easily derail kevin not i think he's not he's one of those guys that loves to take his time he's deliberate about how he plays and i think being rushed or perhaps being put on the clock which i think could happen because a lot of guys are going to be playing behind tiger or playing in front of him that could be an issue for not hey we're going with it it's Kevin Nah, baby. Flyer right. of the week. If we had a Mount Rushmore freezing cold takes, the flyer of the week would be the first name that we etched into that Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Any final thoughts about the DK before we sign off? Masters week. It's going to be exciting. Get in those contests now because I imagine they're going to be filling up, especially those single shot ones that, uh, that you and I like to play sometimes, Bones. Yeah, just another week for us, right? I'm not going to... Not going to buy in the uh, the biggest contest ever just because of the Masters. We're sticking to the formula. So, yeah, we're really excited uh, about the Masters, man. I, I can't wait. I, I We need a cash here. I mean, this is – we are due. And, I and like, this the majors is where we eat. This is where we do it. Forget these weird corn fairy freaking tournaments that we've been betting on at the beginning of the year. 
This is the first major. We got a long season ahead of us, and that's uh, let's hit big early. No matter what, it's always some of the best television on earth. I'm looking forward to it this weekend, Wild Man. Yeah, I mean, enjoy the enjoy the Tiger stuff, right? For a fan watching on TV, does it get any better than that? I mean, uh, and remember, guys, the app, the Augusta National app for the Masters will follow each guy individually. You'll get uh, videos of each shot so you can actually see where their ball is lying and what they're doing and how, how their putt looks and so on and so forth. Really tremendous app. So much better than the PGA Tour app. So uh, uh, should be a fun week, and, and um, hopefully Tiger uh, uh, can chase down some of these uh, monsters. Yeah, hopefully Tiger. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch him go for his sixth. I mean, I just hope he plays well. It would be awesome to see him make the cut. I mean, look, it'd be awesome if he won. Let's just call a spade a spade. That 2019 win was probably one of the best moments of my sporting life. Uh, and the Steelers and the Penguins have always had great success. You know, we've been fortunate in that regard. But that was one of the best moments of my sporting life. Steve, it was just something incredible. Yeah, you'll never see that again, ever, in our lifetime. The scene, the scene of him walking off the 72nd where he's got Charlie Woods there and he gives yeah. the, the, woo! I mean, yeah. that was one of the coolest yeah things I, it's chills down my spine you know i'm so, getting chills thinking about it right now so let's yeah. hope at the very least he's able to make the cut so we get four full days of tiger woods i think that's that's a reasonable ask i think he could do that even though he hasn't played in a calendar year that's because you shouldn't be surprised about anything tiger does with a golf club let's just say that let's hope he has success um but it's going to be an awesome week of television and bones dk tw man 66 we appreciate your analysis as always, the uh, Masters get started early on Thursday morning. So make sure you get your, there you go, uh, man. Make sure you get your lineups in early. Get those contests reserved tonight. If you're thinking about betting them, think about your lineups. Keep an eye on Twitter for Bones DK's cheat sheet. And uh, we wish you guys all luck at the Masters. For Bones DK Golf, for TWMan66, my name is Edge. Follow me at GolfGuyWV, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Good luck this week at Augusta National, guys. Let's get some money, huh? Let's go, baby. Where the money reside? Where the money go. reside? Let's Best go. Best week of the year. Best week of the year. Come on now, baby.